Do you have over demanding days and find yourself having some time to catch your breath only late in the night? And does this make you compromise on sleep? If yes, then you indulge in revenge bedtime procrastination. Yes, there's a term for it. God bless the internet for giving us the endless labels for our many woes. If you're curious to know more, let's dive in together. Hello and welcome to another episode on the Own Your Everyday series of the Being Miraculous podcast. I'm your host and self-awareness coach Shweta Shivraman, back with insights and micro practices you can use in your busy lives to own your everyday. In today's episode, we are going to deep dive into revenge bedtime procrastination. What is it? What makes us indulge in it? Its consequences and some tips or reflection points on how we can avoid going down this rabbit hole. So, let's first understand the term. The term bedtime procrastination is not new. It's been around for a decade or more and was discovered by psychologists in a study supported by the Dutch Technology Foundation as early as 2014. The name as the term implies was coined to demonstrate another avenue of procrastination that we delay sleep and put off going to bed to do things we couldn't do during the day so basically prioritizing leisure over sleep the word revenge seems to have been added much later and is rumored to have originated in china to describe how people who were working 12 hour days or more stayed up late at night to feel like they controlled their time this term then became viral when a journalist tweeted it as a phenomena when people who don't have much control over their daytime life refuse to sleep early to regain some sense of freedom during late night hours feels so relatable doesn't it so why do we really do this few things that i can think of one we are stressed throughout the day with little breathing room Two, we feel we are compelled to engage in activities that we thoroughly dislike during the day. Three, we have long working hours and no time for ourselves. Maybe, and this doesn't necessarily have to be careers. It could also be parents with very little me time. Essentially, those of us who don't feel fulfilled after a long day and feel incomplete. This revenge bedtime procrastination is a means to feel that sense of satisfaction. and this urge is so much in us that we are okay compromising our sleep for it how do we know if we are indulging in it i think it's a simple two step check in for us to figure out if we are indulging in revenge bedtime procrastination one does staying up reduce your overall sleep time and two is it a voluntary choice to stay up that means there is no other external reason or circumstance or variable interfering with your sleep if you said yes to both questions then congratulations you know now the term for what you're doing now some of you might be thinking is sleeping late or sleeping less every once in a while that big a deal of course not but if it becomes a habit it does when we sleep late in the night and wake up early morning to honor our other commitments continuously it leads to sleep deprivation this impacts our cognitive functioning over time and eventually affects our physical and mental health matthew walker through his research on sleep goes on to claim that once we drop below 7 hours 
we can start to measure objective impairments in our brain and our body the shorter we sleep the shorter is our life i guess for most of us tuning into this podcast on living and thriving we definitely don't want a shorter lifespan so compromising sleep is a no no which means revenge bedtime procrastination is something we should actively avoid so here are some questions to reflect on to see how you can self regulate better and replace revenge bedtime procrastination with something more constructive number 1 understand the root cause of this habit what makes you click next episode and binge on that latest k drama that's not going anywhere instead of going to bed and getting a good night's sleep you need to first understand what the unmet need is the reason This is revenge bedtime procrastination is because we feel some of our needs are not met in the daytime and this is a way to get back at that unmet need. So we need to first identify the cause. Is it because we've taken on too much and don't have the time or energy or resources to fulfill our commitments? Is it because we don't like what we do during the day and want to give in to procrastinating sleep out of self-pity? it could be anything find out that root cause for you two ask yourself what are the consequences of bedtime procrastination that i'm ignoring or not considering today if we don't sleep for one or two days nothing will happen but if we make it a habit over time our cognitive functioning will be disrupted our health will take a downturn and our well-being will be compromised but our minds sometimes does not account for future consequences and the regret we might feel at a future date it's called temporal discounting we discount the amount of regret we could feel at a future date and inconsiderately choose what's detrimental to us in the present by consciously assessing the consequences of our choices we can make a better decision on whether we are willing to pay that price 3 Assuming you've decided you're not willing to compromise on sleep and pay the price of revenge bedtime procrastination, ask yourself, how can you constructively address the unmet need rather than hurting your own health and well-being? If you identified overcommitting say as the root cause, what can you let go of to lighten the load and feel a little more at ease? If you identified a dislike for your day job, ask yourself, what's within your control? What can you do about it? If you cannot quit or remove it from your life, can you modify it maybe by having conversations with your boss or other stakeholders to make it more palatable for you? If you cannot do anything about it, how can you accept it so you don't continuously resist your present choice? We need to acknowledge the unmet need and consciously ask ourselves What can we do about it so we don't feel so helpless and unfulfilled? For what else can I do to give me that feeling of fulfillment at the end of the day? See if you can redirect the sense of inadequacy by doing something else that could give you a feeling of fulfillment. Think journaling, singing, dancing, talking to a friend, participating in some community activity. Whatever it is that soothes your soul without harming your future you can choose wisely so there's your own your everyday tip for this week stop sabotaging yourself with revenge bedtime procrastination as adults we are responsible for our lives and our choices self regulation without self suppression becomes crucial for us to make the most of our lives 
while enjoying the little pleasures. If you're engaging in revenge bedtime procrastination, stop and reassess how you're sabotaging your own long-term health and well-being. Consciously choose a helpful means to overcome this lack of fulfillment from a place of care and compassion. Find a means to address your soul's needs without affecting your own health and future well-being. Until we meet again and hoping you are sleeping soundly and on time, this is Shweta signing off, hoping you have a phenomenal week ahead.